welcome back to this week's episode of Back, back Chat. Back Chat. Back Chat. Party time. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I went to say something, you'd open your mouth again, and I'm like, I, oh, 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 oh. I just wanted to do a little song. You know what, Krista? What? Not necessarily a song, but one day you and I are going to do Snack Chat. Yes. And I just thought I'd let that little cat surprise out of the bag for everyone. Oh, cute. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, they should not? know that because our plan is to do a visual podcast yes. for you. Yes, Don't get used to it. It won't be a regular occurrence, but it will involve some yummy treats yeah. and some good old-fashioned chat. It will be funny. It's I'm what, excited. Me also, too. Also, it's weird enough that I feel fulfilled by it. Yeah, me too, actually. Me too, which isn't, it's not often we agree on a weirdness scale. We agree on everything. But here we are on the first now, day of Aquarius. And yeah, yeah, so, maybe that's why. That could be why. So happy first day of your season. Thank you. Yeah, my yeah. favorite, my favorite sign other than a Libra. It's right? your time to shine. It's uh, came up so fast. It's almost my birthday. I mean, not really, but like almost. Soon enough. enough. Soon enough. Yeah, I'm yeah. excited for your birthday, by the way. Mm-hmm. It'll be a fun time. It will be. Do you have a fake sponsor for us today? I do have a fake sponsor today. Okay, great. So since we live so close to the U.S., mm-hmm. um, I often go down there to buy gas. Okay. Because there's no um, crazy taxes on it. It's often like if gas is a dollar thirty a liter here in Vancouver, it'll be like less than a dollar a liter with exchange to fill up down there. With the exchange rate. Yeah. Okay. And I have a Nexus card, so I can get back and cross the border fairly quickly. Yes. And they just welcome you with open arms because they know you're coming down there to fill up with gas. So they're like, yeah, come on in, grab some oh. gas. Yeah. Okay. And you don't have to declare it when you go back because oh, um, it's for personal use. Right. So I often like to stop into a couple little shops down there that we don't, we used to have Target. We don't anymore. Oh, we don't? Um, No, no, that closed down. Oh, and I think it's because I never went. <laughs> Target bought out Zellers here. Oh, and I think yeah. Zellers had a stigma to it. And I don't oh. think people could unattach themselves from the Zeller stigma. I loved Zellers. Yeah. And I don't, I think that's um rare. I don't you think, I don't think you often hear the phrase, I loved Zellers. I mean... Maybe I liked it because it wasn't cool. Maybe. Yeah, because uh, it was... Do you oh, remember San? I do remember yeah, San. I used yeah. to get all my clothes from San. S-A-A-N. And I remember the burnt orange letters Yep. I used store. to have a um, really cool overall set. It was bright yellow overalls and I had an orange t-shirt underneath it and I with a bucket hat and I thought that was super cool. And it was all from San store. It was all from San. That's amazing. Yeah. That's um. I think that's a, a unique piece of Canadian heritage right there. Right? Is San store. I would love to see a San. Yeah, somewhere. yeah, or at least bring it back in a meme form, or you know. Oh my god, it'd be 100%. kind of fun. I just want to see the block letters and that orange color. Any Sam memes? I, I would think so. You this deserves a search. Continue your story. It deserves a search. So, anyways, I like to hit up Target. Yes, and they have um, good prices on interesting things that you don't often find in the store here. Like I found a new scent of Mrs. Meyer's cleaner, which okay. is my fake sponsor today because I'm not normally. I like to make my own cleaner. I'm not usually a fan of all the chemicals and stuff that you find in a lot of household cleaners, but Mrs. Myers is made from plant ingredients. Okay. Um, it's scented with essential oils and it's, you know, on the cleaner spectrum, it's relatively non-toxic. Right. Do and, you use that Think Dirty app or whatever? Um, I don't. Have you ever heard of it? No. I, I think just, it was my fake sponsor one time. I just read the ingredients and use my brain. Yeah, but sometimes you don't know because it tells you other things too, like if there's any like known carcinogens or if like that company sucks. Oh, or right. Or if, if like the company – because sometimes – like, it'll be a brand that's, like, a healthy brand, but it's actually owned by Kraft. No, I thought that app was called Bicot. It's called the Think Dirty app? Okay. Because in my memory, the app was – oh, it was Bicot. That was the different companies that you shouldn't support. Think Dirty Shop Clean. Oh, right. And it, like, rates your, like, toothpaste and stuff like that because, like, for instance, there was, like, a Tom's 
toothpaste or something that I thought was a good one, but it actually was a 10 on the scale of Oh, that. wow. See, yeah. yeah, that's good to open your eyes to stuff yeah. like that. You should get it. Yeah, you like it. I'm going to. Yeah. I'm going to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, Mrs. Myers has a radish scent, which that's do you so ever funny. hear something scented radish? No. You don't they even don't see really smell. Radishes need their time to shine, you know? I love radishes. Cauliflower had its time to shine. Kale's having its time to shine. Oh, Why okay. aren't we seeing radishes as the new it vegetable? Maybe, maybe it's coming now because I bought a radish scented cleaner. I feel like radishes have a place in the vegetarian fine dining community. Yes. Like watermelon radishes, pickled radishes like things like that where it's like kind of used as a fancy garnish because you can do a lot with the radish you can but other than that you don't really see radish things anymore. no but they're they're delicious oh and so versatile i love them radishes surprisingly versatile and they're like nice and spicy it's like it's like you just want to keep eating it though because it's like watery but then also kind of spicy yeah and it's got some good texture to it it's great yeah I, I enjoy a good radish and their Dip colors in hummus. they look they're a nice looking vegetable yeah you know they have that crisp white inside yeah and it's all nice they're and pink. red on the outside or pink or are they pink or red they're pink they could be i think you can get a variety of radish colors true yeah let's okay. call it radish red okay could all right. be a little pink i want a pair of shoes be... in radish red Ooh, that's fine that would be cool. that's a good color name yeah or like a nail polish yeah radish red not that i paint my nails but there's a whole radish what else? economy ready to explode oh my gosh i feel like we're predicting the next big vegetable we are <laughs> <laughs> why not right yeah um but you're right kale did have its time to shine and you know what always bothers me is mm. like when i see kale chips in the grocery store for 10 fucking dollars it's because it's so cheap fuck you yeah don't yeah. sell don't sell me that. Don't even try to sell me that. You wanna know who was making fucking kale chips in the nineties? Was your fucking Aunt Charlene yeah. down the road who homeschooled all of her children and like had a dehydrator early, you know? Yeah, but it's not shame on the company. It's shame on the schmucks that are buying that for ten. Shame on the consumers. Yeah, shame also, on all of you. It's shame on all of them. Yeah, just go home and feel bad about yourself. Shame. shame. All the shame. Shame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shame, hundred percent. But yeah, shame aside, that is my fake sponsor today. Would be well, it. Mrs. Myers was my original thought, but now I just want to be sponsored by the radish. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, why not? Yeah. <laughs> And what, your, your face right now is like hilarious and beaming. I'm just, yeah, I'm beaming over these radishes. I'm just like, you know what I was thinking of as I was beaming? Is if there's <laughs> a I radish community out there and how delightful they would probably all be as people because oh. it's such a delightful vegetable. And I bet you all of their cheeks would be radish red. Oh, they'd just be love. Yeah, rosy radish red smiling. cheeks. And well, it would be great. Abs of steel from laughing. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, they'd be funny. They'd be in shape. Healthy. Healthy. They'd probably have a good bone structure. Yeah, yeah, good spicy. Good spicy. Yeah. <laughs> they'd be good spicy. Nice hair. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Why not? Radish top. Yeah. Yeah, love <laughs> it. I love, love it. it. Um, so I have a fake sponsor. I mean, it has a lot to live up to. <laughs> But I also just remembered like this thing that was kind of funny that I was going to tell you before the podcast. Um, I wasn't going to share it on the podcast, but now I'm realizing that, you know what, fuck it. It's funny. Okay. Um, so I I went into Ollie Quinn, I think it's called. Okay. And what is what is Ollie Quinn? It's like a glasses store. Okay. Cause glasses look really good on me, but I don't need them. Okay. Uh, but I have a face for glasses. Mm. Like I have a great face for glasses. So you want to be one of those, those fake glasses wearers. 100%. Stuart, Zero is, shame. I'm going to out him right now. He <gasps> has a, a pair glasses. of glasses that he does not need because he, they look good on him. Yeah. You know what? Fucking fair. Mm-hmm. I have a zero shame in that and neither should Stuart. Also an Aquarius, by the way. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And so I found this amazing pair of glasses and they were like, 
a smoky kind of clear thing. Okay. But then when the, the guy asked me what he was, I was like, oh, like how much are these? And he was like, well, so it depends like what the prescription is and started going into that part of it. And for some reason I like got embarrassed that I was just going to buy the frames. Okay. Like no prescription. And don't be, don't have shame in that. A lot of people do that. So <laughs> I know, and I wouldn't even normally have shame, but for some reason it like caught me off guard. <laughs> I think because like, I think I was just expecting him to tell me the price of the glasses. Yeah. And so then when he asked me that, I was like, oh no, like I don't have an updated prescription or whatever, like totally started lying. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, okay, well like, let's get you set up and blah, blah, blah. And we actually have like, and I was like, oh, like went into the story about how my mom's friend is an optometrist. <laughs> <laughs> And I so, said her name was Linda. Hold on, hold on. You actually came up with her name too? Yes. That snowballed into you creating a fictitious optometrist named Linda? Named Linda. Now, I need to ask you, was it Linda spelt with an I or Linda with a Y? Linda with an I. Okay. Yeah. Because those so, Lindas with a Y. And so I was like, oh, because then he was like, because I was like, how can I, I was like, oh, well, I, because he was telling me that they put the lenses in for you. And I was like, oh, well, I think like my, because I was, I see my mom's <laughs> my My, my aunt Linda can take care of that. <laughs> so I was like, and then he's like adding all the, he's like, oh, well, we also do like this blue lens. So I got totally fitted for these fucking glasses, <laughs> like added on all of this stuff and like put it through my insurance and everything. Oh, wow. And then like, and then at the very last minute, I was like, actually, you know what? Um, I'll just take the style number down because I'm just going to ask her like if maybe I should get my prescription before handing him back. I mean, there's some merit to this. I have to give you a good out. Because I was just like, it was going too far. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, I had, that is too far. I had added like the blue light um deflector or whatever into the glass into the lens <laughs> so it was like it, they were getting more and more expensive oh yeah and more extravagant and more extravagant and, yeah, you and we were, he was like measuring my pupils and where they were in the glasses oh, and like my fantastic. head and i was just like panicking on the inside well yeah i was I'm like just... linda wants to do it like <laughs> oh my god so i ended up leaving i never felt so relieved i was like get me out of here oh man he was like long hair guy like long hair with like cool glasses and like a beard and i was just like I can't, you know what, maybe if I was wearing the glasses, I would have the confidence to tell you that these were fake. But yeah, but since you don't have them yet, I don't have them yet. the procurement of these glasses yeah. is necessary for your confidence. Yeah, and so it just really like, oh, I've never felt such relief. Yeah. But I took down the style number, so I'm going to go to a different one and just buy the frames and not give them my name. Totally. And you know what? You can go online and probably mm. find them for pennies on the dollar that you would around here. That's true, but would they be as comfortable actually no you know what you're right there are i always hear on other podcasts that we listen to about like a real sponsor a real spot when people have real sponsors (laughs) not just fake sponsors um that there's like this company that you they do glasses for cheap whatever fuck it so anyways Mm -hmm. i'm not buying my glasses in gastown uh i'm gonna go get them online or something yeah exactly and we you know i feel like every time we've asked a question people write in with their feedback which Mm -hmm. is lovely to see so if you know the name of that company um that you've heard on other podcasts yeah i'm not gonna ask you why you're listening to another podcast because i'll tell you (laughs) but um (laughs) well look there's there's not enough back chat to fill your week you might need more right that's true that's fine i'll relax you you know re-listen yeah that's very true speaking of linda's yes have i ever told you about my alter ego (laughs) Specifically when I'm in California. No. Okay. So um, long story short, um, there was this crazy night out in LA. And the next morning I was like, "Um, that wasn't Brian. That was actually Linda. (laughs) And it's Linda with a Y. I came up with like, you have Christine. You have told me this because we were talking about Christine. Yeah. And then I went to Starbucks and the next morning and they're like, what's your name? And I'm like, Linda. And the guy just looks at me. He's like, is your name actually Linda? And I'm like, oh, it's Linda with a Y. 
and, and like, that was your answer? Suddenly that made all the... He accepted that then. He was like, oh, okay. Also, fuck you. Yeah, like, my name is Linda, you dumbass. Yeah, exactly. But um, like Linda with a Y made all the difference to him. It's so we, funny. Should we have a drunk episode called Lack Chat? Where Linda and Christine... I think Lack Chat needs to happen. Let's have Lack Chat. Yeah. So we've got Snack Chat, Lack Chat. Yeah. And you can do Back Chat Chats Back to let us know what you think about Back Chat, Snack Chatting, and Lack As Chatting. As Lack Chat. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck not? Yeah. You know? Let's do or it. Or it could be Cal Chat, but that doesn't have the same ring. Yeah. I hope you guys out there are wearing your seatbelts because you're in for a bumpy ride. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to drag you down this journey with us. Right? Oh, my God. It would be a good one. It would be yeah. a good one. Um, well... How's Dry January going, by the way? Dry... Since we're talking about drunk episodes, because I was about to say I can't fucking wait to have a drink. Yeah, it's um day 21 today. By the time everybody listens to this, it will be the Monday after that. So day 28? almost done, almost Dry January. Yeah. Um, really well, really well. Ugh. I am really liking how I'm sleeping. Yeah. Um, I just like, I've been out several times to multiple social events mm-hmm. without having a drink. And it's just really nice to reinforce that you don't need to have a drink when you're out at stuff. Yeah. And it hasn't been any less fun. In fact, it's even yeah, been that's a little true. bit better. But I feel like my anticipation going in is like, this isn't going to be fun. I wish I didn't have to go. But then I always go and have a great time. Yeah, totally. Plus... I had a couple of glasses of wine. Oh, Krista. Yeah. Okay, now the truth comes out. Um, uh, with your yesterday. Aunt Linda? <laughs> exactly, with my Aunt Linda. Um, well, I was out for Italian food, and it was a $4 happy hour, and I just really needed it. Well, so, if it's a $4 happy hour and it's a good – was it red or white wine? It was a red wine. Oh, with, good with for you. With my pasta. And I mean, you know what? I fucking deserved it. Kind of worth the It was the fucking new moon or whatever. I was ready. Yeah. I needed it. Now, social situations aside, and I'm going to I'm gonna forgive you for that because you – yeah, you did need that. and. Sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. Plus, you know what? I was talking with someone and it was like, if we were in Europe and we were doing dry January, we would still be drinking wine and beer. Yeah, you totally would. You so, would just abstain from the spirits. I'm just and maybe cut out European your, dry. Maybe cut out your breakfast wine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Well. Only um, wine with lunch and dinner, you know? It's funny. The only occasion that I really wished I could have had a glass of wine mm. was watching the Super Blood Wolf Moon last night. Yeah. And I just felt like a glass of red wine would have gone hand in hand with that. But I still oh, totally. had a blast. I took a Pairs time well. lapse on my GoPro nice. and was just know, updating. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a lot of fun. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So that was yeah. fun. But yeah, dry January. It's been great so far. Love it. And then... As we're doing Dry January, you just finished your Wild Rose cleanse. I did. So 12 days of absolute madness. Yes. And how do you feel now that you've done it? Um, I feel great. Okay. It really like reset my eating habits. Yes. Which was amazing. Perfect. Um, I will tell you that yesterday I had amazing pasta. Yes. Uh, two appetizers. Okay. I then went to Cacao 70 and shared a banana split. Nice. And then I picked up a piece of banana cream pie and a piece of chocolate banana cream pie from Aphrodite's pie shop and um, cut them both in half and we shared. I mean, you're just not holding back. So today it was hard to poop and that's what I miss is like... Oh, yeah. Because usually it's like, you know, first thing in the morning you've got a nice fucking uh, let's go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And speaking of poops, I would like to say that our momager did send us a text message saying that she does disapprove of poop and fart talk. Yeah. Uh, However, we can't change who we are. No, we can't change who we are. So... I mean, we can try to slightly alter at times, but yeah, we'll find a flow. But in all honesty, we're in the middle of... Well, I'm still in the middle of the Wild Rose Cleanse, and sometimes it just needs to get talked about. You need to talk about your poop. Yeah. 
So I do miss that aspect of it. Um, I also noticed that I'm more farty now that I've been drinking milk and eating like wheat and stuff yeah. again. And I'm like, damn, being farty sucks. What about clear-headed? Have you noticed a little bit of brain fog since you've no, reintroduced? No, because I've not gone too crazy. Okay. Yeah, I felt pretty good. Good for you. And I've actually still been doing my same meal prep things as I was before. Awesome. Yeah, so. Yeah, that's great. It, like you said, it, for me too, it's completely reset my eating habits yeah. in terms of starting to meal prep again. Yeah, And just exactly. learning what that yeah. feels like all over. And it's amazing how quick you adapt the diet part of the wild rose for the first couple days it's an adjustment because it's different Mm -hmm. but it's amazing how quick um humans can adapt to something new yeah and now it's second nature i don't even feel like i'm doing the cleanse apart for from taking like the herbs twice a day yeah and some of the side effects from specifically the laxa herb yes yes and you know like i think one of the good habits that has carried over is having a big glass of water first thing in the morning because you, mm, you yeah. take the pills on an empty stomach yeah. with a big glass of water. Mm-hmm. And so like that kind of gets everything moving. But sometimes we forget to have a glass of water in the morning. I actually usually make myself drink like a pint glass of water every Do morning. Yeah. yeah. I chug it as soon as I wake up. Yeah. That's a good idea. And if I don't, I find like I'm kind of sluggish and not in as and, great like, of a mood. And like you don't poop as much. And my energy is just not there. Yeah. And then as soon as I drink water again, I'm like, oh, there it is. Yeah. Totally. Right? Yeah. How, how has your wild rose experience Oh man. Well, I have taken the liberty of documenting my experience so far in my my bullet journal and I thought um, I'm on day eight today okay and let me just tell you first of all between dry January and Mm -hmm. the wild rose cleanse Mm -hmm. I have lost 10 pounds that's crazy so far yeah and it's all been fat like my muscle mass hasn't gone down I've just actually lost 10 pounds of fat and it's great it's great yeah like I feel like back down to and don't you feel like it's like on your stomach yeah totally it's in all the areas you want it to be gone yeah and I'm finding like I'm just more confident and fitting into my work clothes now because things were getting a little tight after the holidays and you can only blame the dryer for so long that's true (laughs) yeah before you have to realize it's just me getting fat Getting a little, little getting, getting a little extra love on me. Not that me. there's anything wrong no, with that. No, and there's nothing wrong with wintering it well. It just sucks to buy new clothes. It does. And I didn't want to have to go through that. So yeah. I'm glad this is happening. That's great. And um, back to the Wild Rose cleanse aspect of this. So um, on day two, so this is when the Laxaherb really kicks in, yes, you guys. So on the first, last week's episode... You were on day one, that and was you day were one. like, "Everything's a breeze." Oh yeah, yeah I felt clear-headed. Like it was, it was new. It was exciting. Yeah. Day two, good. shit literally hit the fan, <laughs> and I've been keeping a little journal, so I'm going to read to you. Day two, January fifteenth. Love it. From a from a poop perspective, I'm used to a thirty second clean break session. Yeah. That this morning, I pooped as soon as I woke up, which was unusually early. <laughs> then at work, the urge hit at 9.15. I went to my usual private bathroom and it hit had been occupied, so I had to sneak into one of the stalls on the second floor. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> I pooped for 30 minutes straight and was actually worried I would be late for my 10 a.m. meeting. In the other two stalls, multiple people came and went, oh my god. and I had to hear it all. I feel a lot of the people that work here have poor diet habits or IBS. Oh my God. Or maybe my 30 second poop clean breaks are just lucky. My ass is literally chapped from all the toilet paper. (laughs) Baby wipes are now a must have item on my list this evening. Oh my God. That is so funny. Yeah. I remember when you referred to your, uh, your butt as a, my balloon knot, a butthole as a balloon knot. And I literally, you sent me a photo of a balloon knot and I died and now anyone listening will never look at a balloon not the same yeah it does look like a butt butt on my little note from day two for most people that poop here the poop doesn't make the splash it is the splash yeah yeah and then i also have um cavernous thunder farts in Mm. brackets yeah of yours Mm -hmm. yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. (laughs) sometimes it's like you can feel it coming out of the depths of your fucking body like body cavity it's like 
it almost like escapes past something. Oh, it transcends it tra- certain parts space of and things. Time. Like, yeah, it's, it's, just... it's a, almost a spiritual experience, you guys. <laughs> you, do, but what did I say? Do you feel so light after when I, it's all out? Yeah, and I feel light now as yeah. physically as we're doing this podcast, which know, is great. I'll just tell you one little thing. So part of what part of uh, why this happens is because as time goes on and we have like gluten and dairy and like things like that that kind of stick to the walls of our intestinal lining. Yeah. It kind of cakes on. Oh, so the lack okay. of carbon drinking tons of water, it like kind of comes off. So that's why it's like big fucking explosion. It all sloughs off and just it all sloughs off and, and shoots then you, right your out digestion of there. is so much better afterwards. I et do cetera, et cetera. I do physically feel that that has happened. Right. And it's wonderful. It feels great. It's not as bad as you continue. Yeah. But you have to get over the first few days. You do. Because on day, on day three, mm. on day three, January 16th, after yesterday's tumultuous bowel scenario, today feels a bit more calm. Once again, I feel clear headed and well rested. Um, and I have a renewed love for apples, strangely enough, because I've been eating a lot of apples and applesauce on this. Nice. And they're great. Yes, apples they are, are wonderful. You forget how great they are. Yeah. Um, day four. It will be nice to be able to trust my farts again. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. Yeah. I'm, I'm clear-headed once again. The laxative effect appears to have declined, thankfully, around this mark. Um, there really is nothing challenging about the diet, including not going out or when I go out for dinner, there's always something that you can have on a menu if you just, you know, think about it and And substitute things. Yeah, Yeah. it's fine. Day five, January 18th. Trusting your farts is something we take for granted every day, (laughs) but here I am again. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I could finally trust my fart again. Day six and seven. Yeah, I could. So I was thankful for that. I felt thankful enough to note it. Good. And then, um, yeah, day six and seven, um, I just discovered that the meal plan was second nature and that black coffee very quickly becomes an acquired taste and I like it more yeah. and I drink less when yeah. it is black coffee. Yeah, right. So it's all good. And it hits you better. It does hit you better. Yeah, it's actually pleasant. I like it. It's a yeah. good change. It is good. It is good. And I have my coffee black now since I stopped the cleanse. I've just been drinking black Yeah, coffee. it's great. Yeah. Um, so for those of you thinking of doing it, or if you're on it in the, in the early stages, you know, days one to three are a little bit trying. It gets better. After that, it's it's a cakewalk. Did I ever tell you? Except without the cake, because you can't have it. Yeah, you can't have cake. Oh, how I broke my cleanse. Big piece of cake. Oh, nice. Um, See, I'm not brave enough. I'm not going to jump right into the sugar. I didn't mean to. It wasn't planned. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'd like to keep my feet. <laughs> <laughs> I've eaten a lot of sugar over the weekend. That's for sure. But did I ever tell you? About the time where I didn't trust my fart? No. It was like a few like a few years ago. Yeah. And I was on the wild rose cleanse and I was in bed. Okay. And I like pushed out a little fart and it wasn't a little fart. It was oh, a fucking fart. It yeah. was poop. You gambled on a fart and lost. I gambled on a fart. Yeah. And, you never and do I did that. lose. It was yeah. Terrible. Yeah. But that was when I learned that with the wild rose cleanse that if you feel like you have to fart, you got you better get to a toilet to do it. Oh yeah. If yeah. you're a gambling kind of person, the wild rose cleanse is not for you. Yeah. You need to put chance aside yeah. and just just assume assume that's no, right no fart is to be trusted no no you can't because even if you do get to the toilet and it's just a cavernous bellow it's of a fart better to have it over a toilet to have it over a toilet than yes. to fucking do it in your pants yeah or in your office and then someone will walk in right after oh that always God. happens if you try to sneak one out at work someone always comes over to talk to you <laughs> immediately and you're like please go away yeah yeah um yeah, so that's a, that's that's our talk about the wild rose. Cleanse. Yeah, that's our wrap up for dry January and the wild rose cleanse, which is wonderful. Right? And do you know what else is wonderful? What? Sometimes, and I've noticed this because I've been sleeping deeper, mm. so that means I have more REM happening at nighttime mm-hmm. when my head hits the pillow, and yeah. I had, get a chance to journey quite often to a little segment called In, In Your, Your Dreams. Dreams. Yeah, I know. 
Wow, I just responded to myself saying, in your dreams. It's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> that was great, though. <laughs> it means you're in the moment. You know, you're living it. I guess so. Apparently, I'm two people. Are we really surprised? Um, so we got a great uh, little dream from one of our listeners. Perfect. And I love these dreams because um, we're since we've done a few of them now, we're starting to notice like common themes in dreams. And so yes, quite often- we're, 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 our dreamologist levels are like PhD. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're kind of knowing what's going on as soon as we see the general tone and symbology in a dream. But the dreams are great. And I'm extra, extra loving how detailed everybody is when they're right. writing in. It's like you live the dream out with them. And that alone is fun. So please keep the dreams coming. We love them. We love and we love, you should see us. We're like two kids in a candy store when we sit down to break it down and write the definitions out. And it's fun because we wait, we wait to open it until we're together. Yeah. So we just have like a little, it's like, it's actually really difficult to not check the dream. Mm-hmm. Now. Are we ready? We're always ready. This was a bit of a long one. Okay. And it took Brian and I some time to analyze. Yes. So, but we are prepared and we are ready to analyze this dream. So, dear listener, this one's for you. Hi, Krista and Brian. I listened to your latest podcast last night. So funny. Thank you. Your podcast is one of the best things about Monday. That's Aww. so cute. That's really sweet. And that's why we specifically try to release on a Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It's make, nice. make Mondays great again. Yeah. Ew. Oh, <laughs> Uh, MMGA. Delete that. (laughs) (laughs) I had the weirdest dream. It was more like a nightmare. Okay. I was wondering if you could use your dreamologist skills and help me figure it out. We sure can. There's nothing else we would... There's literally nothing else we would rather do. It's true. Yeah. We love it. The dream starts out in a huge dark mansion. Okay. My partner and I are in the dining room at the dinner table and we have a baby. Okay. The baby is a boy and he looks like he's about eight months old. Now, when you're thinking dark mansion, don't you think like a big medieval cryptic room that totally. has like plush like carpets and yeah. tapestries? Yeah. yeah, I'm thinking like a really grand dining room. Here. Yeah, terrifying. Um, the crazy thing is the baby is talking like a little adult. Okay. He's being really sassy and my partner is losing patience with him. I stand up and pick the little guy up and say, come on, honey, let's give your daddy some peace and quiet for a bit and give you a bath. Okay. So I carry the baby. I'm in a long velvet robe with a belt. All right. That's an important key part. Up the wide spiraling staircase. The staircase is huge. And as I ascend higher and higher, the atmosphere and lighting gets darker and gloomier. Oh, and I can physically see this happening. Right? The imagery is fantastic. It is. I finally get to the top of the staircase and see a long and wide dimly lit hallway. Okay. The hallway is lined with lots of big closed wooden doors. Ooh. The only open door is at the end of the long hallway. I mean, kind of a creepy vibe here. It is. You know? I'm it thinking is. a little bit of The Shining with like, like the right? haunting totally. on Uphill House. Yes. And, yeah. It is, definitely feels a bit haunty. Um, the only open door is at the end of the long hallway. I know it's the bathroom. Isn't that funny how dreams work like that? Mm-hmm. The light is on and it's like a beacon in the dark leading me towards it. Okay. I held the baby closer to me as I reached the entrance to the bathroom and I'm taken aback as the room is huge. Instead of a bathtub. I mean, who doesn't love a huge bathroom? Oh my God, it's so true. Yeah, even yeah, in a nightmare dream, like that's a welcome sight. That is. So luxurious. Right? Instead of a bathroom, it has a swimming pool. Oh. Sounds amazing. Yeah. Um, it's hard to see everything clearly as the water from the pool is vaporizing, so it's misty all around me. Ooh. As I start walking into the bathroom, the sunken pool is on the left. It's as big as a full-size private home pool. Now I'm feeling like a relaxed sauna vibe. Right? I can feel like the steam on me. I feel like it would be lightly eucalyptus scented. You know, totally. that's what I was picturing again. too. Yeah. On my right, there's a valet station where my partner has placed his clothes for the next day. 
His black suit is hanging so that I can see the whole front of the suit. And he's placed the shirt and tie under the suit as well. So much detail in this dream. Mm, so much. It looks like a mannequin, but it's not. It's just a hanger. His hat is placed in a cubby above the hanging suit. And at the bottom, his shoes are placed directly under the pant legs. I don't spend a lot of time thinking about the clothes, but I notice them as I walk by. Okay. I walk further into the bathroom and directly in front of me is a big clamshell sink with a very tall gothic gold framed mirror hanging over it. I mean, that sounds beautiful. It does. I remember thinking that I guess I would give the baby a bath in the sink since the pool seemed out of the question. (laughs) No kidding. As I was trying to figure out the best way to bathe the baby, he squirmed in my arms and said, throw me in, mommy, throw me in, (laughs) which startled me. I love all these dreams with babies. They're always so weird. Yeah. Which startled me. But then I remembered, oh, yeah, that's how we always bathe the baby. He just jumps in the pool. Of course. I started walking toward the pool. And just as I came to the edge, the baby jumps out of my arms and into the pool. (laughs) (laughs) Now the baby is like in my head in a swim cap doing a front crawl. (laughs) Right? Like mini mini Michael Phelps. Right? I was concerned, but he was swimming around and saying, look at me, mommy. He seemed to be having a great time and could swim perfectly, so I started to feel the tension leaving my body. Right. Just as I was starting to enjoy watching the baby having fun, he started to struggle and gurgle and go under and come up and gasp, help me, mommy. Ooh. Oh my God, the baby was drowning. I jumped in the robe and all. I started swimming towards the baby, but started to feel the long belt on my robe wrap around my body and neck like a snake. Ooh. I managed to somehow get free of the belt just as I saw the baby slowly descending down into the water. That's a total slow-mo moment in my head, too. Right? I swam in slow motion under the water, going down, finally positioning myself under the baby and pushing the baby up. Finally, we reached the surface and I got myself and the baby out and found myself sitting on the edge of the pool with my legs dangling into the water. Okay. With the baby laid face down on my lap, I began to carefully hit him on the, hit him on the back to get the water out of his lungs. I kept saying, come on, honey, it's okay, breathe for mommy, over and over until finally I saw the baby's sides swell in and out with air. He didn't cry or choke or anything. He just started breathing, and I turned him over, and he was okay. I held him close to me and sobbed, Thank God you're all right. Then I managed to stand up and grabbed a white towel and wrapped him and held him close to me. I was shaking and trembling, but he was fine. Then the baby said, We're not going to stay in this house anymore, are we, Mommy? It wasn't a question, but a statement. Ooh, mm. and it's just like I can hear the baby saying that in my mind. Right. I can see the bathroom It's a very still. vivid dream. Yeah, and it's a very like pivotal moment, I feel like, and it would be in a movie anyways. Oh, yeah, for sure. I held him closer and said, no, honey, we are not going to stay here. We're going away. Just as I said that, it was like echo upon echo saying, we're going away, going away, going away. But it didn't sound like my voice. It really scared me. So I said to the baby, come on, honey, let's go down and see daddy now. I walked purposefully out of the bathroom. But in the corner of my eye, I saw that the suit that was all hung, hung up and proper before wasn't on a hanger any longer. It was a very tall man with white skin and dark hair. Oh. I didn't react. I pretended I didn't notice and kept walking purposely down the hall towards the staircase. I had only gone a few steps when the man grabbed me. I started screaming for my partner, but the man covered my mouth. I held onto the baby firmly, and for some reason, the baby decided that it wasn't talking anymore, <laughs> just when I needed him to yell for daddy, too. <laughs> I was in a terrifying struggle to get away from this man and trying to call my partner, but then I woke up. As you can see, this was a very vivid dream. I had this dream on December 25th, and I still remember it in every detail. I'm kind of concerned about what it all means. Hope you can help. Always your true fan. That is probably the most detailed dream we've ever ever had. Yeah. Um, We went through and picked out over 30 different things in that dream, but for the sake of time, we had to go through and just go and decide which of the particular points were recurring and the most vivid to both of us. So Mm -hmm. we still came out of that with um, 17 17. things. 
Yeah. So without further ado, the professional dreamologists have put on their dreamologist caps. Yes. And maybe we hold our dreamologist wands. Can we put on a Um, a dreamologist robe? Yes. Okay. We're going to slip into our dreamologist robes. And wands. And wands. And glasses. And glasses. From our Aunt Linda. Yes, of course, because she is an optometrist. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. That you drink wine with at Italian restaurants. That's right. Now, let's start with the dark mansion. Okay. Okay. So, a mansion symbolizes your greatest potential and growth. Um, Mansions can symbolize that your current situation or relationship is in a rut. And darkness is synonymous with ignorance, subconscious, evil, death, and the fear of the unknown. It can also signify failure in some work that you're attempting. So it's almost like because it's dark, it's like maybe you're failing in your greatest potential and growth. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, So yeah, that's kind of my interpretation of that. Yeah. And that was like the opening, the grand opening of the dream. Yeah. And then and the first characters we meet, um, the baby comes in a minute, but like her significant other was there. Mm -hmm. And as we know from Mm -hmm. dream after dream, your significant other represents yourself it's yourself in this dream yeah um and then the baby so babies symbolize something in your own inner nature that is pure vulnerable helpless or uncorrupted oh and this will be interesting later on as we get into what happens to the baby yes it will um before anything happens they go up a wide spiraling staircase and to see a staircase in your dream symbolizes change and transformation Mm, now the staircase was wide Mm -hmm. and it spiraled so that's a lot of change and transformation that it would symbolize in this particular circumstance that's right and then what was next hallway um yeah yeah, that was you. The hallway with doors that were wooden, and I think you'll get to that. But to see a hallway in your dream symbolizes self-exploration, and it's actually the beginning of a path that you're taking in life. Um, you're going through a transitional phase, which is also supported by the staircase. Mm-hmm. So there's some transition going on here, and you're journeying into the unknown. Um, it also signals spiritual enlightenment, emotional growth, physical prowess, new opportunities, and mental passages in your life. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't have the hallway. Oh, no, that was, no, that the, hallway. was the hallway. Yeah. I don't have the doors, sorry. Okay, that's fine. We'll just move on to the next aspect. Um, which was the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So the bathroom um, is experiencing burdens and feelings. Like you need to relieve yourself of these feelings. You're holding something back. Okay. And it also, the feelings that it relates to are your instincts. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, that's really good to know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once in the bathroom, the first thing she sees is water and yes. a swimming pool, right? So to see water in your dream, if it's clear and clean water, which it would be because it's in a swimming pool, um, that symbolizes your subconscious and your emotional state of mind. It also symbolizes um, spirituality, knowledge, healing, and refreshment. And just because it was extra clear in the swimming pool, um, it means that you're in tune with your spirituality. But wasn't it misty? Um, There was some mist, but it wasn't dirty water. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. Dirty water. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Now, that was in the bathroom. Now, she saw this, like, suit or tuxedo. Yes. Some fancy clothes. Um. Actually, maybe we'll save that for later for the second time. Okay. That would make more sense, I think. Um, so how about the gold mirror? Let's go. The So the color gold reflects spiritual reward, your determination, and unyielding nature. Um, but mirrors symbolize the imagination and the link between the subconscious and the conscious. Okay. State of mind. So it's kind of like, I guess, the determination of between your consciousness and your subconscious. Mm -hmm. So there's something, it seems like there's a real theme here. Definitely. So far. Yeah. Of like 
it may be like something subconscious that is trying to come forward mm-hmm. out of out of your subconscious and into your conscious that is not following your instincts that is not it's not aligning and it's transformational and it's transformational very much so mm-hmm. um and then she sees a clamshell sink in yes. the bathroom yeah so to see a clam or a clam representation in your dream refers to your own stubbornness and tenacity mm, so there might be some resistance to this transformation we've been talking about oh, and to see a sink in your dream suggests a need for self-renewal and oh, wow. escape from everyday problems. Oh, wow. Yeah, you need to rid yourself of the burdens that you've been carrying. Wow, that's a really big one, hey? Mm-hmm. Um, now, after this, the baby is drowning. Yes. So to dream that someone else is drowning and that you actually rescue them indicates that you have successfully acknowledged certain emotions and characteristics of the drowning victim. So since it was the baby, we know that the baby is something in your own inner nature that is pure, vulnerable, helpless, or uncorrupted. Yes. So to rescue that means that you know, like, you know how you feel about about this, whatever it is, this inner nature. Totally. You, you recognize that you have this pure, um, I guess, vulnerable uh, inner nature. And, and so you're not, like, at odds with that part. You've recognized that part. And even rescued it. And even rescued it, And yes. resuscitated it. Yes. That's really, really cool. So that's, cool. like, a positive spin. Yeah, hugely. And before the baby drowned, it was swimming. Mm-hmm. And to dream that something is swimming suggests um, exploring aspects of your subconscious mind and your emotions. Mm. The dream may be a sign that you're seeking some kind of emotional support. And to see something swimming or that you're, you are swimming yourself is a common image for people going through therapy. or that maybe could benefit from it oh interesting yeah oh that's interesting so there's lots of lots of these same like kind of symbols yeah and on the same token um the swimming pool yes that itself represents um relaxation calmness luxury and ease so Mm. it's meaning that you need to take a break and do some self-care on you yeah maybe focus on something that you've been putting to the side yeah um now a robe actually this is where things kind of get interesting so She's wearing a robe with a belt. So a robe signifies personal issues that you need to confront. Okay. Velvet signifies distinction, honor, and emotions. And a belt signifies a constricted flow of life energy and issues of morality. So conflicts between what you think and what you feel. And while she was swimming. While she was swimming. Which is crazy. Which is crazy. So I feel so like... So what, what happened was the belt was wrapping around her neck. Yeah. So And that's literally signif- signifying like a constricted flow of like what between between your head and your heart essentially. Okay. So between what you're thinking and what you feel. So you're having a conflict between those two. You're having trouble reconciling yeah, something. Yeah. But she was able to successfully remove the belt. She did. Save the baby. Yeah. All while she was swimming. Yes. So this is all a very positive sign towards yes. like a positive transformational experience. Yeah. And, and you being very be... like recognizing of the factors that are holding you back from that and being able to remove them yourself. Exactly. Um, so she gets out, she rescues the baby. She gets out of the pool. Then she sees a strange man. Yes. So to see a strange man in your dream denotes the aspect of yourself that is assertive, mm. rational, and or competitive. So perhaps you need to incorporate these aspects more into your own character. Interesting. Yeah. So, but the, and the man was in a suit. Okay. Yes. Or, or a tuxedo. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is that the t- tuxedo or a suit is like your desire to amount to something in your life. Okay. 
and you want to make a name for yourself and establish your reputation. So it's interesting that it's like the man represents this assertiveness, but he's yeah. in a suit, which is like you want to make your reputation, but it's literally strangling her. Right. In the dream. But yeah, yeah, it was. But she was willing to, you know, well, it's funny because she didn't encounter the man until after she pulled off the rope mm-hmm. or the, the, the belt. belt from around her neck and rescued the baby from drowning, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I think like when she comes to this realization of like she needs more self-care and, you know, she can physically remove the obstacles in her path to get to where she's transformed forming to then she needs to adopt a little bit more assertiveness yes and it's also interesting because the suit in the dream belongs to her partner but we know that that is a symbol for yourself and that's double you like pointing right there's no mistaking it no you've got to be more assertive once you once you're going through this transformation you need to stick up for you because there's something there's something that your your failure to confront this or your failure to accept it yeah is making you like kind of miserable it's making you have this conflict of emotions and you know between what you think and what you feel and that's you're feeling unheard completely supported because Mm -hmm. the man representing all of this attacks her yeah it yeah it was like this huge conflict there Mm -hmm. and the struggle that actual struggle um to dream of that indicates that you're experiencing internal conflict that's right yeah and um you need to focus on something and maybe not make a bigger issue out of certain things than they need to be Mm. and like also darkness which is signifying failure in whatever work it is that you're attempting yeah it's like you've clearly recognized where your strengths are um but you're not putting the work in on whatever this weakness is that's making you feel bad yeah and it looks like the weakness could largely be a lack of assertiveness yeah and just a lack of letting your or needs be known even, during this. Yeah, or maybe even like acknowledging your own true power. Yeah. Perhaps. So I think this whole thing, it, it symbolizes there's a lot of change. There's a lot of positive transformation. Yeah. Something you've, wants you've, to come out. You've done a lot to recognize what you need to do to let it come out. Yeah. And you your big your it. big weakness is not believing in yourself. That's right. Yeah. I think in a nutshell. I would say. I think we might have rocked the shit out of that dream. I think so too. Yeah. Um. Well, we, we never know until they write us back to let us know. So definitely write us back at backchatpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Or if you want to stalk us out on Instagram, it's just at back chat podcast or you can stalk me at carminal k-a-r-m-i-n-a-l and you can't stalk me but you can find me at bright helix b-r-y-h-e-l-i-x <laughs> and just to throw any stalkers off i'm krista i'm brian and, and together, together we're back chat, back chat. <laughs>